Welcome to Women in Sustainability, the podcast where we speak with some of the world's foremost female professionals from across the sustainability field, with me, your host, Emily Fripp. In this episode, I'm talking to Dr. Junzu Sang, who leads the China-UK Collaboration on International Forest Investment and Trade, the INFIT programme, based in Beijing. Together, we'll be discussing the evolving role of women in policy creation and research, the importance and the need for confidence of women working in this space to empower their engagement and drive this agenda forward. Junzu, it's an absolute pleasure to have you um, here with me today to talk about women and sustainability. With a PhD in, in geography from SOAS in London and an MA in agriculture and rural development from social studies in, in The Hague in the Netherlands, you've been working in this field of sustainability, natural resources since, since the early 90s, although I, I have as well, so we don't need to dwell on, on that point. Um, but you've worked in a in a range of international development organisations. Um, I see you've written articles on the role of gender um, and in particular of women and the political participation in China and rural China. Your current role sees you leading the China-UK collaboration on international forest investment and trade, the INFIT programme, based in Beijing. And it's an initiative between the Chinese government, MOFCOM and SFA, and the UK government, with the objective to reduce the impacts of China's international trade in timber products and other commodities grown on forest lands. So welcome and thank you for joining me. I mean, you work in a, in a fascinating space, juggling political conversations and really difficult political conversations sometimes between Chinese government, but also all the different industry and the civil society actors operating within China. And then the UK government and UK organisations such as Africa and, and others sort of bringing discussion and debate and moving the agenda forward on, on an incredibly complicated topic of global deforestation, global role of commodities and reducing forest deforestation, climate change. How on earth have you ended up in this space and in this role? Where did you, where did, why, why would you want to take on this job and how did you end up here? Okay, <laughs> that would be a pretty long history about, uh, you know, the 20 years ago when I graduated from SOAS uh, in my PhD study in the end of the 1999, actually uh, DFAD London office wanted to find uh, someone a Chinese with a social uh, sociology background, and then to be involved in the DFID mission to China to evaluate a World Bank project on the farmers' self-financed and self-organized water associations, and uh, I was doing a job actually as a volunteer. Because uh, I will, I had not really left uh, uh, SOAS, you know, just graduated, mm. and then, um, but I was giving a work to uh, look at the women's role in the association. 
Inner Association. So uh, I traveled back to China with the World Bank mission and the DFD uh, people, and we did a field work for one week and uh, and more. And then I wrote a piece of my observations on the women's role. But uh, Emily, as you already mentioned, that uh, I was quite interested in the gender issue. Mm. And even during my work in Manchester University and also doing my uh, studies in Europe. And despite that, my uh, research uh, was not really focused on the gender, but uh, it's just uh, my interest as a professional woman or as a female student. And uh, uh, that is why I dropped in this. And after uh, the EU, um, not uh, sorry, uh, the World Bank project, a short evaluation, I was also called by a, a German, uh, you know, the, this called a, a, a German uh, SFA, and it's, it's not uh, SFA, to do the land tenure. Uh, uh, studies uh, in 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 uh, six uh, counties in Shanxi province as a short term consultant, and I was also responsible for the gender studies in the land tenure and uh, policy uh, related policy uh, re review. I, I mean, fantastic and, and fascinating back background. And how do you think? You've seen the role of women evolve in your line of work over the last sort of 20, 30 years, you know, coming from, from sort of that grassroots position to where you are now in that political dialogue. Yeah. Um, as you know, I have been working over the last two decades in development of fields of the, uh, 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 of the, actually of the international cooperation projects in China um, at both a national and a provincial level. And all the projects I had, um, which I have been so far deeply involved, uh, you know, cover, as you mentioned, all these uh, specific fields related to the environment and the poverty reduction and the sustainable nature, forest protection, community development. And uh, uh, so I felt that uh, um, I was, uh, uh, or I have been very fortunate uh, to routinely work uh, with emphasizes on uh, forest biodiversity, sustainable livelihoods, uh, socially responsible businesses, uh, capacity building and empowerment of poor ethnic minority rights, gender studies, and government engagement, and the policy review, and the, inst uh, and the institutional analysis. And I was based in Southwest China, working across rural mountainous areas of uh, several provinces and over a dozen counties from the 2001 to 2013. And then from the 2014 up to date, uh, as you know, I have been based in Beijing, acting 
as mm. a team leader at the China-UK collaboration uh, on the international forest investment and trade infit program. Uh, and of course, uh, this program is a joint uh, com uh, commitment uh, on a shared uh, 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 share, shared targets. Yeah, to uh, on uh, uh, to address uh, sustainable supply chain. Uh, no, uh, to to uh, to work on a sustainable supply chains by addressing uh, deforestation, legal and responsible trade uh, uh, that respects uh, the national and the international regulations governing forests and the forest land through. Uh, the policies uh, concerning international timber trade and investment with the developing countries. So uh, right from beginning of the infeed efforts and geographically, uh, we have been so far uh, focused on uh, sustainable supply chains in forest, uh, nature rubber, palm oil, and the mineral sectors in Central and Western Africa and Southeast Asia and Megong River areas. And, and what, um, I mean, it's, it's a, an amazing program. Um, are, are you seeing um, in any particular challenges that, that women face um, within this realm? So whether it's the sort of female that's involved in farming practices within this agricultural forest commodity space, and and then I mean then the other side of that is is women doing your role, which is this liaison with governments and government officials, which there there is still a very heavy focus and emphasis on on a sort of gender imbalance and a lot of men involved in this space. And I imagine that poses quite a lot of challenges for you during your work, probably now, but but definitely over the last decade. Have you seen the way that that has whether that has changed over the last decade, the way that you are able to have those conversations and be involved in those conversations at a political level? Yeah, uh, very good question. <laughs> uh, let me first say, you know, at the policy level or government level, yeah, the right of women to uh, equality with the men and uh, editable uh, treatment is increasingly incorporated into the several uh, or China's several uh, national laws. Uh, for example, law of uh, protection of uh, women's rights and interests, uh, marriage law and uh, the labor law, and also in the international policy, for example, the outline for Chinese women's development issued by the state council. But of course, even uh, at the beginning of the, my um, uh, uh, my my career in uh, in the development fields, I uh, as a woman, you know, uh, uh, being grown up in China. I know a lot remains to be done, mm. but I was uh, very, uh, 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 very fortunately, I, I, I joined, uh, you know, the promoting 
gender equality and the empowerment of women as a principle integrated in the development project, especially in those with the support of the international cooperation. Yeah, or the support we call the donor. And particularly throughout the 1990s or around the first decade of the 21st century, and, uh, and in the fields of, uh, in, uh, of the nature resources and the rural poverty reduction in China, uh, you know, I participated and also uh, witnessed Weaknesses, mm. uh, a, a rapid growing of evidence and demonstrating that when women and the men are relatively uh, equal or local, uh, uh, relatively equal, and the local com uh, economics uh, tend to grow faster. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and also the poor uh, move more quickly out of the poverty and uh, the well-being of uh, men and uh, women and the children is enhanced. Right. And I, I feel that, um, you know, work on uh, poverty uh, reduction work mm. and the nature resources uh, production and, uh, and, uh, and the sustainable development issues, all of these, I think, uh, have been also evidenced in many studies. We know that. We, but many studies by the development organizations and research institutes around uh, the world. So um, all these achievements or changes in my line of work, uh, you know, I would say truly, uh, how do I say this, validated and today's UN theme you know, the gender equality today for a sustainable tomorrow. Because in, uh, in my line of work, we understand that the gender is about the roles, uh, responsibilities, rights, and the relationships, and the identities of men and women that are defined or ascribed to them within a given society and the context. Mm -hmm. So gender is about how the roles and the responsibilities and the rights uh, and the identities of the men and the women affect and influence each other. So uh, actually this is uh, uh, the key uh, elements or the key point, uh, we carry out the gender study uh, of the, uh, through the policy review and the institutional analysis exercises carried out uh, in uh, different supported uh, project in Yunnan on environmental development and the poverty reduction. And uh, I was based in Yunnan between the 2001 and the 2003 
as a UK technical manager to the project. So because of this, a series of gaps in promoting role of the women and their equal participation in decision-making with men at both the policy level and implementation on the ground were identified. And, um, and, uh, uh, and uh, that is why empowerment of women, especially the vulnerable, vulnerable groups, uh, in the poor areas and the women and the other uh, vulnerable groups uh, in the project, which is aiming the capacity building of the Yunnan provincial government in policy development and the implementation of the environmentally linked poverty uh, reduction was uh, uh, mainstreamed. Mm -hmm. You know, the uh, uh, gender, uh, promote, promoting the gender equality was mainstreamed and uh, later, later uh, as a principle, integrated into a Yunnan preliminary integrated strategy for environment and development poverty reduction as the local government see the development can truly benefit from promoting rural women's proactive participation in poverty reduction. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's fantastic to hear such great progress and, and change. Um, what, if, if you had a, f a few moments of sort of reflective thoughts of where do you see... Um, I mean, I could say the challenges. What are the challenges that still need to be overcome? But if we're being positive, what are the opportunities if we can turn those challenges into opportunities? Where where do you feel that there's still more we can do within the China setting? I think um, uh, throughout my professional career in uh, uh, development fields, uh, you know, the specific issues I do feel or I have seen that women uh, in sustainability still face today are the uh, three main uh, challenges, uh, especially on the ground, especially in the, in the implementation of the projects uh, uh, which I have been involved in. First of all, is a challenge in uh, raising gender awareness. Uh, about the benefits and the principle of the gender equality and the women's empowerment among the stakeholders, and uh, including the uh, stakeholders, the government officials at the, all the levels and also other uh, stakeholders involved uh, in this uh, development process. Uh, secondly, it's really the institutional constraints to promote women's empowerment and encourage women to become active, active agents of change in their sector. Or we also say in our sector, uh, but I think in China and also my experiences in other countries uh, is in any other sectors. <laughs> Yeah. You have the institutional constraints, especially in developing countries. 
Yeah. And the thirdly uh, is uh, quite common. Uh, there is a lack of the gender analysis and the gender disaggregated data. Yeah. And uh, uh, in the policy research, in the policy making, as well as uh, in the implementation of the policy and, or the projects in our uh, sector. You know, and uh, uh, give you uh, it just uh, uh, um, my recent uh, um, project, or you know, the since 2014 to date uh, at the China UK collaboration of the uh, on the international forest and investment and trade uh, infit program. Yeah, and within the infit team of over 30 members, and among our partners, especially the NGOs and the other civil organizations working in the fields uh, you know, uh, of the sustainable supply chains in China. I, uh, I must say, you know, the infant program has a very, very balanced mix of male and female staff. And the infant of over 10 different components in major outputs and the outcomes that program aims to achieve are mainly led by the female team members. Yeah. But we know so much needed to be done to address the policy and the institutional barriers which constrain uh, and um, gender inclusion in the policy making at the government level, uh, uh, as well as the, the uh, women's empowerment for improved in, uh, effectiveness in achieving and managing uh, environmentally and socially sound uh, supply chain towards the sustainability uh, because the infant uh, mainly focus on the uh, China's uh, key trade partners in developing countries, in uh, forest and uh, and other forest risk related agriculture uh, commodities. So uh, we we know that promoting uh, gender equality uh, in the fields. And even within the Chinese companies operating in these countries uh, is a challenge, uh, and not only in the Infeda, but also a global challenge too. Uh, uh, fantastic. And, and we're sort of coming to the end of our, of our time now for, for a chat. And it's been fascinating to hear and, and so much inspiration there and, and real concrete advice and, and areas that we need to move forward on. I mean, do you have any final uh, thoughts or have you had a, a, some advice for, for women working in sustainability field? What, what would you tell them? How would, would you inspire them to get involved? You know, as I mentioned that uh, um, uh, raising awareness about the benefits and the principle of the gender equality and the women's empowerment uh, among 
policymakers, implementers, and stakeholders by demonstrating that uh, gender inclusion and women's empowerment is crucial for sustainable development. So I would tell you know uh, our uh, women power. <laughs> and and uh, uh, you know, let's be confident in uh, promoting institutional attitude change. Attitudes change. Uh, hopefully, uh, this change can foster automatic inclusion of the gender consideration within the parameters of our programs, of our work, and do it jointly with the creative minds. Thank you so much, Junzi. I mean, huge inspirational words there for us all and thoughts to reflect on and build forward. And you are an inspiration. You've all, I've known you for many years and I will have you in high admiration for the work you do and then the role you play um, driving forward the programs that you're involved in so um, a huge thank you and I sincerely hope um, your words are listened to by by women from all across the world and in particular in China and we continue to see this this development um, movement um, so thank you again Junzu and um, we will speak soon enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe and we hope you can join us soon for another episode